yet. And if there is a treaty, it will be on our conditions. It will not be dictated by the government, by criminals. It will be by the First Nation peoples of this land. They've refined the Isle of Genocide here. They've defined the meaning of the word. That is a war crime. Unresolved. That's why we're here. We owe it to our ancestors who never had a chance. But it's also important to remember that on this day in 1788, 228 years ago, is also the day that the Aboriginal resistance began. Hello and welcome to Earth Matters, produced in the studios of 3CR on Wurundjeri Country and broadcast across this continent on the Community Radio Network. This week we're listening in to the 26th of January, Invasion Day, also known as Australia Day, and the rally and march that took place in Melbourne, organised by the Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance. These recordings were brought to you by 3CR producers Gillam McGuinness, Viv Marlowe, Robbie Thorpe and Nikki Stott. Invasion Day 2016 in Melbourne began with a smoking ceremony next to Parliament House and then it continued with several speak-outs and a march from Parliament down Burke and Swanston Streets and ended up occupying the Flinders Street intersection. It was a powerful day. Thousands of people showed up to mourn the fallen defenders of country, to celebrate survival, Aboriginal sovereignty and to continue the resistance. Let's hear it. No party genocide! bash you, not about the people. This whole island continent was run by people for since time indefinite, from the beginning, up until this anomaly a couple hundred years ago. People, not this, the state that, that's left to run amok here, out of control. It's too much. And now we're saying no more. We need you. We need you to help us because... We just don't have the numbers, right? Aye. Aye. We've got just cause. Aye. Genocide was not a crime here until 2002, people. You hear that, Papa? Genocide was not a crime. Anyway, look, I know you got a job. They got jobs. Everyone got jobs. Everyone's got to live. But there's a way out of this, and we've got to start thinking about it. And the people sitting at the table making decisions for us have an agenda and we know what that is. That's the almighty dollar, right? And that's coming crashing down soon anyway. So prepare. Find your others. Go to your local community. Find Aboriginal people. Don't be fooled by the so-called Aboriginal leaders out there at the moment. They don't speak for us. Can we have a chat? They don't speak for us. They don't speak for us. You don't speak for us. They don't speak for us. We're quite capable of speaking on our own. Yeah. That's right. Um, we've always respect to the core nations. I'm Gunny Andy woman, which is um, WA, Fitzroy Crossing. My family on a community out there. Greatest hide and seek champions in the world, I call them. Blessed to have language and um, be on country. And I'm not going to witness the potential takedown of, of my family. I can't. So I'm here for the long run. And I, I'm, I'm optimistic that we get somewhere this time because, I don't know, I feel it, okay? 
So go hard and don't don't be ashamed of your anger or anything. We've got a, a right to be and, and speak, despite them a lot lot letting us on their steps and rah rah. That was Vivian Marlowe from First Nations Liberation, a committed activist and radio producer at 3CR. Now let's hear from Auntie Beryl Booth, a Gunditjmara and Gunai Kurnai elder who was born in Fitzroy. Good day there, folks. Well, I know where you're at. I know where you're going. I know where we came from. Uh, my grandfather, in 1933, was one of the founders of the Aborigine Advancement League, first established 240 Victoria Parade, just up there. So he was at that meeting in 1940, walking home to his wife and family in Fitzroy, and he just happened to get hit and run and killed. He was a political man. He walked off his Gundich Jamara land and came to Victoria, Melbourne, to fight for other people. That came to Fitzroy to unite for the rights of all peoples. Now, if you want to know history, this country is based on a lot of lies. Uh, the 67 referendum is lies. 67 referendum was designed for the people that were still on missions, like in South Australia, Western Australia, you name it. And I'm talking about 1967, folks. And I know that as a fact. My parents, my grandparents, my granduncles voted Fitzroy Town Hall 12th of July 1937. So I know my rights. No one can tell me what I can do or I can't do because I come from a strong backbiting Gundich Jamara, Britannalang, Japarang, Gunai Kurnai. I know who I am. I don't have to wear some colours sometimes because my heart is black. I fought, I fought just by getting called dirty nigger, abo. How low can you dangle your feet off a razor blade? In Fitzroy at primary school. I fought my way physically, got charged with assault, ended up with a bad rep. So what? I'm proud of who I am. I've been to the neck. I can fight political verbally now. And what I'm saying, you people that are here, if you want to know about our rights. Get the right facts. Don't go on what you're just reading. Some of our, and I'll say this folks, some Aboriginal people that write books, it never really comes from the roots of people for the simple reason we tell the truth. And people 
people don't like the truth. The truth hurts. That's a fact. You're taught it in schools from day one. I learned my rights in my DNA. I had a grandfather fought and died overseas in the First World War. One killed in Fitzroy. So you want to talk about fight? I've got it. I lost two of my uncle, grandfathers, fighting for their land on and offshore. And I have family that also fought over there. No recognition. But if we're going to go, that's the past. I can go on and on, but I'm not. I just get pretty concerned about what is happening Victoria National Canberra. I would like to see more people thinking about tomorrow. What is going to happen next week? We know where we've been. Where are we going? We have got to think about tomorrow. If genocide's going to happen, and it will, whether it's mentally or physically, Mostly, it'll be mentally, send us all Denbin, put us in mental homes, put us on the pill, control, control, control. Auntie Beryl Booth, Gundachamara and Gunai Kurnai Elder, author and activist. She once opened an Aboriginal embassy in her home in Northcote and has spent her whole life advocating for her people. You're listening to Earth Matters, produced in the studios of 3CR on Wurundjeri land in Fitzroy, Victoria and broadcast all across these stolen lands we call Australia on the Community Radio Network. Gary Foley is an actor, historian, activist and no doubt one of Melbourne's most influential thinkers. He was involved in setting up the Aboriginal Embassy on the Lawns of Parliament in 1972 and has a treasure trove of history on his website, kooriweb.org. Thank you. Welcome, folks. Following on from what was just said, I also urge people to know and remember why we are here today. We're here today because this day marks several moments in history. The unfortunate day it represents is the day that the British arrived on the Eora and Gadigal land in Sydney with three boatloads of white slaves and began the invasion of our country. For the next 150 years or so, almost, the invasion proceeded. The brutal occupation of our lands, the subjugation, the attempted subjugation of our people. But it's also important to remember that on this day in 1788, 228 years ago, is also the day that the Aboriginal resistance began. The resistance that continues to this very moment that all of you people here are part of today. That resistance was made difficult during the course of the invasion, but by 
the time Australia became Australia, became white Australia, became a country obsessed with white supremacy in 1901 on the occasion of Federation, Aboriginal people were already getting better organised. The first modern day Aboriginal political organisation was established in the 1920s and then 150 years after the invasion, here in Melbourne, as has just been mentioned a moment ago, an organisation called the Australian Aborigines League was created in this town. As has already been said a moment ago as well, within this crowd are descendants of the founders of the Australian Aborigines League here in Melbourne in 1938. The other important thing that happened in 1938 on that 150th anniversary was that William Cooper and other members of the Australian Aborigines League joined forces with organisations in New South Wales and staged the first major demonstration against the invasion on Invasion Day. 1938 was the year that William Cooper deemed the 26th of January as a day of mourning what we know as Invasion Day. And every year since 1938, people such as us have gathered in the way we are today to not let white Australia forget what this day represents to us. Another significant moment that began on this day, 26th of January in 1972, was when four young Aboriginal men from Sydney, Michael Anderson, Tony Cree, Billy Craigie, and Bertie Williams, local man Bertie Williams, set up the Aboriginal Embassy on the lawns of Parliament House in Canberra. The Aboriginal Embassy brought an end to the era, the first era, of assimilation. And what we need to do these days is ensure that that those ideas of assimilation do not return. We now have Aboriginal people advocating assimilation. Aboriginal people who most white fellas love, and I'm talking now about a certain Cape York cane toad by the name of Noel Pearson. So, we must be vigilant, we must be alert. And the important message I have today is the same essentially as what was said a moment ago and that is remember all of you here today, Corries and non-Corries, teach your children well. Make sure the next generation of which there are so many here today, make sure that they know the significance of this day because when the likes of me and Robbie Thorpe and all these old fellas up the front here are dead, it will be their job to continue this never-ending battle. The only time this battle will end is when we have achieved justice. That will be the only way we will never come back here. So all you young people here, Remember, in the same way as I was taught to remember when I was 17 years old and I went to my first Invasion Day demo in Sydney all them years ago, almost 50 years ago, I, we, are continuing a long, 
an important and historical journey and mission. And until such time, as I said, until such time as we achieve justice in the form of economic and political independence and are again in a position to determine our own destiny, these sort of demonstrations will not end. Thank you, folks. No party genocide! from the past, we have to remember that the project of genocide and colonisation is not a stagnant part of this history. It's something that we have to keep resisting. And I need everyone here right now to make an agreement and to have an understanding that this new recognised campaign to have us written into the preamble of the Constitution was not an Aboriginal thing. This is a government-backed propaganda machine. They have $20 million to do this. I need everybody to understand that this is not what Aboriginal people want. This is inherently what's wrong with this country. To get 97% of this nation to vote on what's best for 3% of this nation, that's not self-determination. We want to choose our own politics. Why can't we vote ourselves? Ask us. We want to vote our own politics. I'm not Aboriginal people here. That was Mariki Onus, powerhouse organiser with Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance. Next up is Robbie Thorpe, another tireless activist and radio producer with his program Fire First every Wednesday at 11am on 3CR. He is holding the illegal state of Australia responsible for its crimes. Genocide is the most heinous of all known crime for humanity. And they created the whole United Nations for that reason, to prevent it. One of the conventions, the Convention for the Prevention and Punishment for the Crime of Genocide, which a guy called Herbert Everett, almost the, one of the, the Labor politician who was became Prime Minister in this country during that time. He, he worked on these committees. Fox Australia doesn't know about these interna- international instruments, instruments of law that, to prevent genocide, folks. Guess what happened when um, the Menzies government were meant to legislate it? They only ratified, but never legis- legislated. Never made an offence, folks, in Australia. So right up until 1999, Australia's been getting away with genocide under the noses of the United Nations. It's got to be a conspiracy there. It's conclusion, it's, they're colluding and conspiracies with the United Nations about the genocide here. Have a think about where multinationals come from. We've all got a handle on this country, ripping this place apart. Working with this regime, this illegal racist regime here that we live in, right? But genocide's not a crime, folks. You know what this, this filthy racist regime did when they were found out that they couldn't prevent this most heinous crime? They created their own domestic version of it. 
and made these filthy criminals here immune from prosecution. Something that the Nazis would do. Australia's like a Nazi wet dream, folks. Can't you see it? Genocide and ecocide are related. That's going to be the great leveller. You don't care about our genocide. It's pretty clear. This is a continent. Twice the size of Europe. Many nations. Not just a small place like Germany where these crimes were committed over a 10 year period. It's been going on for 228 folks. They've refined the art of genocide here. They've defined the meaning of the word. Australia's a war crime. Unresolved. That's why we're here. We owe it to our ancestors who never had a chance. Smallpox. You know what smallpox is? It's a weapon of mass destruction. Right. This is what these terrorists did back in the day. Not pirates. Terrorists. That's what Australia's based on. Terrorist acts and policies of genocide. Have a look at your laws today. Anyone working with these filthy regimes has got to be suspect. They're criminals of the highest order. Can there be any doubt? A whole continent just about exterminated. You know, and when you do remove our people from our land, because that's one of the issues here, forced removals. When we remove our mob from our land, that's genocide to us folks. That's genocide. Why are they doing it? Because of multinational mining companies who control this country are telling them to do it. And do you people pay taxes to these terrorist idiots? Ask yourselves. Why do that? They're not valid. They're not legal. Stand up to them. They're criminals. They're criminals. My name is Monica McDonald. Um, before I start off my poem, um, I just want to acknowledge the lands on which we stand on today, the lands of the Kula Nation. I want to pay my respects to the people, to our elders, their elders, and all Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal people here today that are supporting and that are fighting. Um, I'm a Gunai and Gunajimara woman. And today, um, I best express myself through poetry and through art. So, here's my feelings about Australia Day. I don't call it that. As we are here in this place and in this time, standing on this land, once deemed terra nullius, no man's land, unobtained, free for the taking, fresh, fresh no man's land, that no woman, man or child ever walked this land, felt its rivers, oceans, bush shrubbery, rainforests or deserts before your mighty cross. Of course, these lands were uninhabited. Only nomads, natives, no man here, right? No need to pay the cost. 228 years on, this government says times have changed in this time, in this place. We are all seen as equal, right? We have our rights in the palms of our hands, right? We are acknowledged and we are celebrated, right? All the wrongs undone. 
No one forced off their lands for mining and greed. Things are better, sweep, sweep. We should just move on, but to where? As we look to our pockets for richer and poorer, the coins we spin, the Aussie silver and gold, you see a symbol that says it all, through and through, truth untold. The Queen's face, her name inscripted on all the dimes. Flip it over and you will see our native animals, lyrebird, kangaroo, platypus, echidna, emu, and the Aboriginal. Aboriginal, no name listed. Where is his name? This Australia celebrates our peoples, our Aboriginal peoples' rape, murder, and genocide. This day smirks upon our ancestors' graves, pulls the stitches wide open, blood pouring out, no pressure on the wound. Just like coins passing through our currency, subtle oppression, that our names are not worth being listed, not even a mere mention. This day curtains all unnamed ancestors who bled at the colonizer's blade. And still we are here saying we will never agree to the wrongs or we will never celebrate this invasion day. So we won't be silenced. We will stand up for our people, all these unnamed. We walk without shame but with resistance never to succumb, to be forced to accept a day that celebrates, celebrates blood-stained flags. You know, you wear your bogan southern cross and you drink your VB, but we won't move our voices from these streets until we are fully seen. We are of diverse cultures. We are a part of the longest living dreaming. This Australia is mistaken to think we would ever let that slip away. We will never celebrate your redneck, colonial, disrespectful invasion day. Thank you. You just heard a poem from Monica McDonald, another organiser with Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance. Earlier on in the show, you also heard Robbie Thorpe, Mariki Onus, Gary Foley, Auntie Beryl Booth and Viv Marlowe. The music you've heard on this show is from Little G with Invasion Day, We Have Survived by No Fixed Address and Thou Shalt Not Steal by Kev Carmody. These Invasion Day recordings were made possible by Gillan McGuinness. Viv Marlowe, Robbie Thorpe and Nikki Stott, who broadcast live on the day. This has been Earth Matters, produced at 3CR Radio and broadcast across this continent on the Community Radio Network. Tell us your thoughts by calling the station on 0394198377 or emailing earthmatters3cr at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. This show is dedicated to the ongoing fight for justice on stolen land. Thanks for listening, and we'll be talking at you again next week. In 1788, down Sydney Cove, first boat people land, and they say, Sorry, boys, I gained your last way, and steal your land. If you break down, you pretty slow, sure, you're gonna hang. Work your life like I come to you. With a chain on your neck and hands And they told us 
Global Intifada, bringing you current affairs through revolutionary and protest music from around the world. Every Thursday afternoon from 5 till 6 on 3CR. Because music is our bomb. <laughs> 